When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is your favorite fast food promo item? 651-641-1071. You know you used to get those great uh, fast food gifts and promo items from your favorite fast food restaurants. Which one is your favorite? 651-641-1071. Bradley, why are we asking? Thanks for asking. We're talking today because the nostalgic Disney Happy Meal toys are... On their way back to McDonald's. Dun, 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 dun. So, starting September 14th, McDonald's will offer never-before-seen Disney-centric Happy Meal toys. So, this all deals with, and I guess they did something recently with Pokemon. I am not a big purveyor of Happy Meals, but that was a thing recently mm-hmm. where they brought back some Pokemon. And this time, they're bringing back a bunch of Disney characters to celebrate Disney's 50th um, anniversary, Mm -hmm. Disney World's 50th anniversary, rather. So, and I'm looking at them, and they look like cute little statuettes of, like, Minnie Mouse and um, some other characters from Disney. Anyway, that just got me thinking about... Et cetera. You know, for me, I didn't... I don't think we had... Did we have Happy Meal toys like yes. when we were kid kids? Absolutely. I just yeah. remember uh, like promo items, right. the things that like you could get glasses or some kind of stuffed animal, mm-hmm. like with a small purchase, or you know the purchase of an item you'd get like for another dollar ninety nine, you could get some kind of toy. So I that's why I kept it kind of broad, depending on what your childhood experience was. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What was that promo item you loved as a kid? And um, Again, it's Disney. They're bringing it back this this uh, September. You know what's really interesting is um, they did, for the 25th anniversary of Disney, they did a special set of glasses. Mm, fun. Um, and we, I remember collecting those. So we had all four of those. And that was kind of the fun thing about when... And I this I wish they would do again. When McDonald's would roll out, like, you'd get a set of four. Yeah. And they would be really good quality glasses. Like, I remember the Peanuts ones that were sort of, like, tall glasses. Um, They did uh, Sesame Street ones that were, like, short kids' glasses. I remember there Um, were Muppet glasses, and I don't know if it was McDonald's or Burger King or what, but I do remember Muppet's glasses. There was a Star Wars one. I remember they did one for the Flintstones that was a a set of mugs. Anyway, you would the, the genius of it is like if you got excited about collecting them, yeah. you would go back every week when they rolled out a new one and you would order their food and you'd get the next collector's yeah, item. Absolutely. So that was always my favorite. 651-641-1071. What were your what was your favorite promo item from uh from a fast food place? The other thing I remembered too 
And I can't remember if this was like a if this was a prize in a Happy Meal or if this was separate, like you had to buy it. But back when the California raisins were huge. Oh, yeah. I have tons, or I had tons of California raisins merch. Yeah. I kind of, for some reason, I feel like it was at Hardee's. You could get these California raisins figurines, and there was a set, so you could collect them mm-hmm. all. And, you know, we were super into them at my house. Those ding-dang California raisins. Yeah, the 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 only one that I, like, consistently remember having been excited about as a kid is Burger King had this series of rainbow stuff or rainbow reindeer stuffed animals. Mm, yes. It was like Ramona reindeer. And I didn't even know where the reindeer came from, but they had a very signature look and it was like the whole family of reindeer you could collect. And I think it was like, you know, a buck 99, you'd get one of these reindeer. And my mom had tons of them. And so every Christmas those would come out. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, 651-641-1071. What was your favorite promo item? And by the way, that they were actually happy meal toys, those California raisins. Uh, and that you makes can, sense. Cause I had them and we, I don't think we yeah. had Hardee's. Yeah. So you can buy them. You can get all seven from the collection, uh, on eBay oh, used for 1399. Let's bad. go to Mary Beth. Mary Beth is on the line. Hi, Mary Beth. What was your favorite? Hi. Uh, Promo, um, fast food promo item. When I was really little, they um, McDonald's had these iron-on transfers of all of the different McDonald's characters. And I got a Grimace, which I loved. I put it on a T-shirt. And um, then later in my life, I got into the food transformers that would go from a hamburger into, like, Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know. They were really cool. They were really cool. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about those until you called about that. Thank you, Mary Beth. Thanks, Mary Beth. The food transformers. Yeah, those were also known as McRobots. And that was a toy series produced by McDonald's that they gave away with, with their fast foods, fast food meals at their restaurants. Uh, and I don't know what year that was, but yeah, they were called McRobots or also changeables. They were also called changeables. Um, let's go to Christina. Hi, Christina. How? Uh, what was your favorite fast food promo item? Hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. Oh, hi. Sorry. Um, mine would be the Pizza Hut. I think it was the Book It Club. You get a little, like a big button that you would wear on your shirt, and you had to collect as many stars as you could for reading books, and then you could go get a personal pan pizza and a toy. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. That is really cool. By the way, it looks like they actually still have a Book It program. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if it's connected to uh, Pizza Hut, but if you Google Book It, no, it says the Pizza Hut Pizza Hut Book It Pizza program. Hut. Pizza Hut. I love that. So it's a thing. Christina, you Check should get out. into that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call. You know what I want from Pizza Hut what? is like one of them glasses. Oh, you the know, red tumblers. Yeah, just the no. red. That's just like iconic. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who've had the experience of actually dining in a Pizza Hut restaurant, I don't have a red version of those, but we have like a a blue version of those. My kids drank out of those types of um, glasses at yeah. a cabin once, and they were like, "We need these." Oh. They're and you can just like buy them on. I Amazon love those glasses. Yeah, they're just they're good water glasses. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda's on the line. Hi, Amanda. Amanda, what was your favorite fast food promo item? Uh, I like the chicken McNugget buddies. Oh yes, I know exactly what you're talking what were, about. What are those? They look like little chicken nuggets, but then they had all these accessories that you could just mix and match with the other ones. I was oh. obsessed. With it. I think my mom might still have mine. <laughs> oh my gosh, those are so cute. They're like Mr. Potato Head, yeah, but they're like <laughs> Mr. 
Chicken Nugget, nugget Head. <laughs> I don't remember those. Oh my gosh, Amanda, you could get a pretty penny for those on eBay right now. FYI. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll have to pick up the rest of my junk from her house. There, yeah, yeah, hurry up and do it. Cause She's you, like, you, hurry you might up be already. rich, Amanda. And she might have already sold them. You don't right, know. She's like, I got to go. Bye. Oh, I got all these nugs in my basement. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we bring it back to the old school movie promo cups? Yes, yeah. please. That would I'm come with that. the value meal. Super here for that. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yes. The Batman movies. Dick Tracy. The Lion King. Smurfs. I remember Smurfs. Smurf ones. Yes. Oh, yes. And so when you ordered a large Coke... Then you got a cool cup and then, you know, again, incentivized to go back because you never knew which one you were going to get. And you always wanted to get the next one in the collection. That's right. Also, I'm still bummed that somebody ruined Monopoly for us. Oh, yeah, that's a story. That is a huge story. That's such a good story, It is really a great story. I'm kind of fine with it. I didn't win, but we got that great story. Yeah, okay, so by the way, that great story that we're talking about is, I believe, on HBO Max. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is, I wasn't prepared to talk about it, so I can't remember what it was called. But it's called like McMillions or McMillions, something. McMillions, right? yeah. Yeah, so you can see that on HBO Max, and it is the entire story of how we all thought we could win millions of dollars from Monopoly at McDonald's, but somebody else was gaming the system behind the scenes. Watch it. Love it. You were never going to win in the first place. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Let's revisit Benifer againifer. They have done their turn at uh, the Venice Film Festival, oh, and I want to share a scene from that moment after this on my talk 107.1. Hey, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley yep. show on my talk 107.1. Okay Look at this. I can't get my microphone to stay put. My talk 107.1. Like, away from me. I know. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. I'm not kidding. I won't stay. Okay, I'll just hold it here. Uh, hey, uh, I wanted to quick check in because our friends, um, our very, very good friends, Jennifer Aniston. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. They're so good, she doesn't even know their name. Jennifer uh-huh. Lopez and Ben Affleck. We call them Benifer Jennifer. Um, They're back from their tour of Tuscany. And by Tuscany, I mean Venice. Uh, they were at the Venice Film Festival. Yeah. And like, we had wondered last week, kind of casually like where have they been we haven't heard from them in a hot minute right exactly but that's where they were they were in venice they were doing the film festival thing so sure enough we're getting like sort of the quarterbacking of their time in venice um which by the way will you can you help remind me i have to share with you stephen kojakaro's um hot take oh God, on what's kojo up to i know it's super funny though because i just happened upon it on uh jennifer lopez's uh look from the VMAs last night. All right. So I'm going to get to that in a second. But first, I would like to tell you about what happened at the Venice Film Festival. Apparently, as Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were walking through the airport, a mm, overzealous fan apparently tried a little too hard to get a selfie with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, and he was coming dangerously close to the superstar. And Ben Affleck ever... The gentleman firmly pushed the man back with both hands and kept them extended so that they stayed a reasonable distance away. Also looks like, oh, what's his name from that movie? Oh, Bette Midler. Okay. Nick Nolte. Mm. 
You think this guy looks like Nick Nolte? Kind of. There was a movie wherein I think he played. He looked like all disheveled and you know, down and out in Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, Yeah. and that's totally kind of the vibes that he's bringing to this situation. I mean, the guy looks like he is like from Central Casting for quote crazed fan. Well, thank you for actually saying that because that was my very very first thought when I saw this. This guy was super hired. Oh, I for see. this moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that Ben could look like he stepped in to save his mm-hmm. damsel in distress like, girlfriend. I will save you, ma'am. Yeah, it's just so it's so precious. Have you scrolled through the pictures? Yeah, it's delightful. It's delightful, and like, sure enough. So it's like, like a hey, scene I just from want a movie. A picture. Can I have a picture? Yeah, it's like a scene from a movie, and Ben Affleck is like, sir. Get away from my woman. No, I mean it. Get away from my woman. And then, I don't know, he pushes him far enough away, and then the two of them clasp hands and walk off into the sunset. I'm so done. Yeah, I mean, everything is suspect at this point. It seems totally it's obvious. It's true. I it's, mean, he's Batman. That's true. That's true. That's I'm surprised true. he didn't, like, pull his, you know, uh, shirt to the side and show off his Batman symbol. Thank you. Or back tattoo. His Phoenix. His rising Phoenix. I you know, the thing I will give Ben Affleck is he knows enough to know when he doesn't know better. And by that I mean whenever he's with Jennifer Lopez, he's always dressed flawlessly. And I think it's because Jennifer Lopez dresses him. Thank you. Because whenever he's photographed by himself, he just looks like a schlub. He looks like me and anybody else who just kind of showed up who's not, you know, waiting for paparazzi to pop out of every bush right um can i can we pivot can i tell you about because i don't want to run out of time yeah. i so badly kojikaro so apparently i follow kojo steven kojikaro that happen? i don't the 90s know called right i don't know why i follow him but i do and i'm happy that i do because about 90 percent of my engagement with the vmas last night were from his feed <laughs> and um he was definitely giving some style thoughts on our favorite celebrities and so this is what he wrote of jennifer lopez so first of all she was wearing like a very um kind of lacy number and by lacy i don't mean like lace like queen anne's lace i mean like laces yeah like it's all laced up okay and stephen Cojacaro writes it is my great pleasure to introduce you to the new assistant manager of Nasty Girl Kiosk here at the Fashion Square, oh Jersey City. He's coming out with the hot takes. Oh my gosh. I mean, he was not suffering fools. Kojo unhinged. It was unleashed. I thought, my unfiltered. gosh, somebody give him his show back. Like somebody get there him back on the microphone. Shenaniganery or chicanery or there was something. You're right, but I can't Don't put my finger on is. it. I need Which to go is, to his Wikipedia. This is why I started following him. So I must have started following him, following him whenever he, there was chicanery. Also, he was uh, he was pretty ill for a period of time. That's true. I believe. Yeah, he had. Um, I'm on his Wikipedia page. That he had two kidney transplants due to something called polycystic kidney disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then but then there was some sort of scandal, and I, I can't recall was. what it was. But here I am following Stephen Kojicaro, and he didn't have he didn't say a whole lot. Um, he actually only commented on Jennifer Lopez and on Lil Nas X. Uh, he wrote, "Bleep you, Lil Nas X! This was going to be my bridesmaid dress for the Britney Spears destination <laughs> yeah. wedding." Uh, and then he says, "P.S. I can't stand men in trains." 
looks cheap to me, like a mall drag fashion show, because Lil Nas X had like this amazing purple kind of off the shoulder on one side number with a big long train and then like on the shoulder pant look on the other side. I mean, I actually like loved the look, um, but Stephen Kojikaro, apparently not so much. Yeah. I love that. He's just still popping them out. I know. I just, I was like, this is delightful. Could seriously more, please. I would have liked more uh, than uh, 15 hours ago, the headline, Ojo's Kanye West, takes. right? Kanye West unfollows Kim Kardashian on social media. We've talked about that. Kojo writes, we interrupt all world events for this breaking news. Stop VMAs, New York Fashion Week, Met Gala, finding a cure for diseases. Kanye has stopped following Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Thank you. I hope that I feel Stephen, like he gets us. Yeah, Coach Carl teams up with Jojo Siwa somehow. So it would be Kojo and Jojo. Jojo Coco. Jojo, okay. Jojo. That was that was some fast work you of, did there, Holly, and I liked it. a lot it. of syllables. I would be there for that, though, because actually, I, it's not the worst idea. Well, First of all, the dr- name would be actually, great. Actually, the show should be like, the. it's Stephen Kochikaro and uh, Jojo Siwa describe items, and whoever gets, you know... Makes you hit the buzzer first. Right. Wins. Like, and like, the buzzer is like, talking. just get them to stop talking. Yes. Exactly. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for those dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. Repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes misstated. Lord places. Like? Thank you for asking. We're going to Great Britain. We're going to McDonald's in Great Britain. Like the store? I mean, restaurant? Yeah, the restaurant store. The the burger store. Okay. We're going to meet 27-year-old Simon Robinson, and he is about to become a vegan. Why, you ask? Why, I ask? Because he is incensed. Because he ordered a bacon roll, which, stick a pin in that, why don't we have that on our American menu? Yeah. He ordered a bacon roll from McDonald's recently. When he opened it up, he noticed that there was a pig nipple no, on the bacon. No. Thank you, Bradley. Exactly. Not I'm not. Thank gonna, you. I'm not letting that be a thing. Thank you. It's because it's not a thing. Okay. Good. It was a, if in my it expert looks like a pig opinion, nipple. sure. I will give him that. It looks like it has some sort of, uh, it has, it resembles a nipple, but it's not a pig nipple. It is like a ripple in some pig fat, in some bacon fat, which is a fully normal thing to have on your bacon. And he posted a photo of it and he was like, I am going to go vegan. This is disgusting. Opened up my uh, bacon roll and there's a pig nipple on it. Now, McDonald's was like, nice try, fat chance, Grandpa. Uh, we use back bacon on all of our bacon rolls. And due to the location that the cut is taken from, we are confident that this customer is mistaken in his claim. 
Yeah, this is now, not I real. Would just this like is to one say, of those things where just, you know, you're just doing this for attention, nipple. Uh, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's the deal? When there's, like, if there was actually a pig nipple, it would mean that that was the skin. Or, like, the first layer of the derm, the first dermal layer. Not, like, deep bacon cuts. Territory. Deep right? bacon like, cuts. Once you get into the deep bacon territory, you're not, you're not, you're not digging up nipples anymore. I mean, you shouldn't ever come close to a nipple. Right. For the simple fact that the bacon that would have been... I mean, it's not like they have a whole pig at Bacon right. HQ, and they're like, let's slice a little bit off here for the bacon. That bacon has probably been, you know, processed within an inch of its life mm-hmm. before it ever makes it to a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So, nice try. Like, nobody just like, oh, that's like, you know, that would be like you going to Burger King, or not Burger King, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and finding a head. Right. Like, people have probably done that. I don't know. Maybe Tried that happened pretend. once, but like the, where they get their chicken from, they ain't getting heads. They're not just you. willy-nilly leaving heads on. Thank you. I hope you got the bacon roll with brown oh. sauce. Also, mm. also, I don't want to know about what brown, is the sauce, brown sauce. But the moral of the story is, if you're eating bacon and you're uncomfortable with a nipple, you were never comfortable with bacon in the first place. That's true. What I mean yep. by that is that's a hundred percent. You're true. eating the animal. Yeah. So like, right? Oh, that disturbed you. Right. I mean, it's gross. I will grant you if you did get served up a nipple. Yeah. When you have unexpected nipple, it's going to be shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but that's like people who are like, I don't like bacon or a uh, chicken on the bone. I mean, I get it, but like, you're eating a chicken that right. had bones. Right. So you're just fooling yourself if you think that it didn't come off a bone. Mm, there once was a bone there. Yeah, there was a nipple. Once and there upon was... a time, there was a nipple and a bone. So, I mean, I, I'm just saying, if if I, he was probably already headed to vegan town before this alleged nipple occurrence. Um, also, again, I just want to circle back and uh, double down on my request that we get bacon rolls in, here. In yeah, the, I'm fine with that. Except United I think States their America. bacon is like a... Well, that's the problem. They got different like bacon a over bacon. there. It's a different kind of bacon. Not a cripsy bacon. Yeah, no, it's we more want like Canadian bacon. Right. I just want a bacon sandwich. Yeah. I just want a bacon on a biscuit. I would like that. Ooh. Thanks. You have to get that at breakfast time, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not an all day food. No. Bradley. All right. I would like to keep us in the United Kingdom. Mm. And I want to take us to. Springbank West, outside of Hull. I don't know what any of these words mean. I, You said words. But I want to tell you about something that happened recently that was very, very weird. Mm. So imagine you're just driving along the road, and you go past the Hull General Cemetery. It's the cemetery for most folks. Mm-hmm. It's your average Hullite. Okay. And you're like, beep a doop a doop as you're driving by. You look over into the cemetery, which, by the way, I would just like to point out that this cemetery has been closed for years. People aren't buried in the cemetery. It is not an it's active... Just full up. It's just full up of people. At it's capacity. Just, it's, it is currently mm-hmm. at capacity. So, there shouldn't really be anybody in the cemetery. Which is why uh, it scared some folks recently when they drove by and saw a nun. A gray nun floating through the cemetery. Floating? Well, I mean, she was just kind of like, ooh. Like a flying nun? Well, she wasn't really flying, but let's just say, she was clad in all gray. Okay. 
But wait, there's more. Okay. This wasn't any nun, just any nun. In fact, one passerby took a photo of her as she was dancing with a skeleton. (gasps) What? Yeah, so here you are in an empty cemetery that's closed. It's not empty. I mean, it's full of passengers. Passengers. People are people. What are you residents? Yeah, but they're not animated. No, they're dead. Um, And she was dancing with. So all of a sudden, imagine you're driving to work and you see a nun dancing with a skeleton in the cemetery. I mean, that sounds like a sting song or something. But wait, there's more. There's more. Um, Actually, they call it cream. I would call that gray. And they describe it as the woman was wearing a cream nun's habit and a coif headpiece. Anyway. she was not only dancing with a skeleton, she was also talking to a skeleton dog. What? Yeah, there was a skeleton dog that she was patting on the head and throwing a bone to. Okay, I'm seriously, I'm, I've opened up the article <laughs> just because I want to see the picture and I, I, you're not, I, I don't know where this is going. This is where it's going. They don't know what it is. There Are is a woman. Are you dead serious? I mean, dead is the okay. optimistic or the uh, the appropriate word in this case. Because this cemetery, you guys, was closed in 1972. So there's no reason for anyone to be there. Okay, this is just a ghost story then. This is like yeah. more than a crazy, stupid it's idiot. crazy, stupid ghost story. I mean, clearly it's some lady. But like... I the thing that creeped me out was look at the dog. Well, yeah, there's like a skeleton dog, and yes. she's like talking to it. Well, and it, it appears as though you know the skeleton that she's like tossing around. She's feeding it to the skeleton dog or something, which is just weird. Or like they're doing a lambada. I don't know. Lambada. I'm pa- boy. <laughs> what is this? Like the early nineties? Yes, basically the forbidden dance. Yeah, pa- talk about bringing things back from the dead. <laughs> exactly. It contains a number of key monument and burial sites, including those victims of a cholera outbreak in one eight four. I want to know more about this. I know. Nobody knows. So. Wow. Thanks for bringing a full-on mystery, Bradley, to crazy stupid <sighs> You're idiots. You're welcome. Yeah. That's gonna be bugging me all night. I feel like it's just somebody who was bored and knew they were going to freak you out. Or it was a ghost. I think it's a ghost nun is what I think it is. Ghost But nun. I would need, I need none. Ghost nun. Ghost nun. I want to know, I want to know, because logic would tell me that if the nun is a ghost and the skeleton and the dog are ghosts, why does the nun get to be dressed with skin on her body and they have to be skeletons? Well, because she dug up the bones, maybe. Also, what's keeping the bones together? Good question. I mean... Anything's possible when you're talking about ghost nuns. Right. Coming this Tuesday on Fox. (laughs) Ghost nun. Ghost nun. Uh, All right. Can we go to Utah? I almost feel bad about this one. Let's do it. I almost feel bad about this one because... There was a victim of a scam. Oh, no. But the scam is so bad that it's like, oh, okay. So there's a woman who's a former model. She's an out-of-work model in Utah, and her name is Megan Randolph. She got a text from somebody recently claiming to be with the hair care brand Redken. Okay, that's a thing. And in the text, they were offered, uh, she was offered, Megan Randolph was offered several hundred dollars to film herself doing an at-home 
haircut. The text went on to say the more she cut off of her hair, the more Redkin would pay her. Now, so far, guys, is this passing the sniff test? Well, first of all, why did she answer her phone? It was a text. Oh, it was a text. Yeah. Why? Okay. Okay. I. This doesn't so, smell right I to me, but... So far, here's what's peaking. Uh, here's what's getting my spidey senses tingling. One, okay. I don't think brands will text you with job opportunities. <laughs> Especially ones that encourage you to cut your own hair. That's number two. Number three... This whole like sliding scale, like cut more hair will give you more money. That sounds kind of scammy. It smells a little bit. Now we take tests regularly at our place of business on scam emails. Oh, that's true. Phishing, phishing scam. So we know a thing or two. So I just want to be really clear. We're very on guard here. We are. We are. So I feel like we've been through our paces, and so none of that really. Passed the sniff test for me, but whatever. They decided to, she and her boyfriend or husband decided to do a little bit more digging. So they Googled the phone number that they got the text from. And it was, it it appeared at least online as though it was associated with Redken. Uh, And when they called it, they did get a voicemail that seemed legit. And they noticed that Redken has done some videos at home of hair care during the pandemic. So they were like, okay, fine. We're all in this gal, this gal oh God, this says is that she well. was offered a thousand. No, sorry. Several thousand dollars. If she buzzed her head and her eyebrows, oh God, no, and made a video <laughs> no, of it. Oh no, no, and honey. they did. No, they honey filmed the whole thing. No, honey. Uh, and once it was done, she tried to reach out to the same phone number in order to give them the video so she could receive her cash. And guess what? It was disconnected. And then, only then, did she realize that this was all a scam. Oh my God, that's terrible. Has Redkin reached out to like give her a scholarship or something? No, not yet. But here's the other thing, just to make matters worse... Some people are skeptical and think that she made up the whole story oh, so that she that's could go entirely viral. possible. I too. know. So there's a little bit of a spot the crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah, because that in seems this. like somebody like trying to get you know like, hey, if I shave my head and say that I did this thing, somebody will, you know, step in and mm-hmm. give me some money. Exactly. Oh God, you can't trust anything. You these can't. Days. And every yes, everybody is everybody lies. Yep. But we don't lie to you. We're going to tell you the truth. The truth is, when we come back, we're going to play a little game, and that game is called The Throwback. After this on My Talk 1071.